Hey, first, I wanted to tell you about two live workshops that I'm hosting in the month of August. One is Master Your Golf Brain, and the other one is Master Your Golf Brain for Junior. You'll learn how to manage your mind around the game of golf so that you can play more to your potential and play with more calm, certainty, and confidence. I coach you my simple formula for solving any problem that you run into, and we're going to get to action and practice it during the workshops. This is not a sit, listen, and watch kind of workshop. We are going to take action. You're going to walk away with a personalized blueprint that you can use during any round under any conditions. So if you're interested and you want to get on the wait list, you can find the link in the show notes and you'll be the first to know when all the details are released. I would love to help you with your mental game live in the month of August. I hope to see you there. All right, now let's get to the podcast. Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my girlfriend, and welcome back to Above Par. This is Kathy, and I am super excited you're here and listening wherever you may be, whether you're walking or driving or on your way to the golf course, or maybe you're listening to it at night trying to fall asleep, <laughs> which I think I could suggest a lot of other podcasts for you to fall asleep to, but I appreciate you listening nonetheless. And I'm a little fired up today, I must say, is you can probably tell by the title of this podcast. I don't usually use words like suck a lot, but I have to myself for sure. And I know a lot of my clients and golfers say it to themselves. Bryson said it last week. And so I want to talk to you today about why you say you suck in golf. And there's three reasons that you actually probably suck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that that actually came out right. There's three reasons that you might suck in golf or three reasons that you might think that you suck in golf. And I just want to talk about, I still don't even think I said that the right way, but I want to talk about them with you today. Um, and I want to preface this by saying that I have a book in me for sure. I've said this for actually like a couple of years and, and the title of my book that I have had is if I'm so good, why do I suck? Because that was really my mantra to myself. When I played golf professionally all over the world, when I walked off the golf course, I always felt like that was what I said to myself. That was like my expectation. I was so much better than I was on, than I was taken onto the golf course. And I always told myself, I felt like I sucked because I was so much better. I thought I was so much better than I was uh, playing and I couldn't figure out what was going on, which is why I do what I do today. Cause I did figure out what was going on. And I try and help you with not having the same experience of that, uh, disappointment and frustration of coming off the golf course, feeling like you suck or hitting shots and feeling like you suck. And like I said, the term is used so much in golf. Bryson used it last week. So many of my students use it. Juniors use it a lot. They just kind of feed off of each other with putting themselves down and saying those terms. And I'm just going to highlight three areas why that might show up in your golf game. So the first one is, is that, that you might say that you suck is that you really just don't have the talent, right? So you might not have the skill to play to the level that you're trying to play. And there's three reasons that you don't have that talent. One is that you just don't work at it. 
And listen, a lot of you work for a living, right? And this is not your full-time job and golf is time consuming. And if you're not putting in the time and the practice, if you're not uh, spending the time working on your skill set, working on the weakest part of your game, trying to improve whatever needs to be improved, then that might be a reason why you suck because you're not putting in the time and you might not have the time, but let's just be realistic about it. The other reason that you might feel like you suck is that you're working on the wrong things. So if you go and take lessons and you don't listen to your instructor and you don't work on those things, right? And then you decide that "Mm, maybe I'll go work on this thing over here. You're not working on the right things. If you're scouring the internet for the latest hot swing topic, instructional tip, and you're going out and trying that every week, trying a different thing every week, you're not going to get consistent results, right? You got to stick with something for a while. So many people abandon a swing thought or abandon their drills or abandon what they were told in a lesson. They don't allow it to, they don't put in the time to let it show up into their golf game. Game, they, they go to the next hot thing. I used to teach, I had one of my running jokes where I was teaching is I would go teach people. I'd give them something to work on. I knew it was the right thing, what they needed. I'd, they'd come back. I'd ask them how their things went. And they're like, I figured it out. I'm like, awesome. What happened? Well, I went on the golf course and I was struggling a little bit. I was trying what you told me, but then suddenly I hit a good shot. And when I hit that good shot, you know, I felt this like pressure in my left toe and then like a little bit of a tinge in my right hip. So now every time I swing, I try and feel pressure in my left toe and a tinge in my right hip. I'm like, what? They're looking for consistency, right? And they sit there, I slice six balls and they hit one straight. And I'm like, you're consistent. You consistently slice the ball. It's that one straight shot that they hit. They're like, yeah, that's the one I want. And when I did that, I felt this like really funky thing. So every time I swing, I try and feel this really funky thing and pressure in my left toe and a twinge in my right hip. <laughs> it's just, it's, we're chasing and working on the wrong thing. Stick with a plan, get some instruction, stick with your plan, stick with something long enough for it to show up in your golf swing. So the other reason is that you underestimate the amount of time and work it takes into creating a skill, learning a skill, especially in golf for, for you to be able to be consistent with it. It takes quite a bit of time takes quite a bit of work. It takes precision and dedication. And most people are underestimating the amount of time that it takes for them to own that skill. Especially if you are an athlete and you're playing the game and you're like, everything used to come really easy to you. And then you go out and you play golf and you're like, yeah, I should have it by now. Like I'm good. I'm an athlete. I can do these things or I'm smart. I'll figure it out. It takes time to learn those skills and it takes consistent effort to maintain those skills. So one of the reasons why you might feel like you're sucking is that you're underestimating the amount of time it takes to either learn and improve this game or to learn a skill. Okay. So the second reason where you might feel like you suck is that your mental game sucks. (laughs) And this is what I coach now. I spent a lot of time coaching the golf swing, which is 10% of the game. And now I coach the 90% of the game, the, the, the area where you can make the quickest improvement in your score. So you might feel like your mental game sucks. And really when I say that, what I'm saying is that you have a mismanaged mind. And the definition of a mismanaged mind is that you don't understand where your thoughts and emotions are coming from or how to manage them. And most people on the planet have mismanaged minds. Like I said, I played many years on the professional tour with a mismanaged mind for sure. I did not understand any of it. A couple areas where you will, your mind is mismanaged is one, like I mentioned, that is your thinking. You either 
don't know what you're thinking, you're not paying attention to it, or you're not understanding how it has such an impact on your game. That's your number one step is to start to be really aware of what you're thinking. I coach some people who, when I ask them what they're thinking on the golf course, they're kind of blank and they don't know what's going on in there. So (laughs) in there being their brain. So your first step is always to start to be aware of what you're thinking on the golf course, or you might notice that you have lots of thoughts and you can't quiet them. So it's one, it's one extreme or the other, either we have no clue what we're thinking, or we have so many thoughts that we get overwhelmed and we don't know how to manage all of them. The second area is that you don't know how to control your emotions. And Bryson talked about this in his apology last week, how he's working on his controlling his emotions. I've made plenty of posts and made comments that he doesn't understand where his emotions are coming from. Therefore, he can't control them. So your emotions matter on the golf course because you take every action or inaction that comes from an emotion that's on and off the golf course. Everything we do is driven from emotion, right? So anger is a great example. If you're angry, what happens is your actions over the golf ball, or you're going to be squeezing the club a little bit tighter. You might swing faster. You might swing harder. And that is not your best swing. So that is not going to create a very good result for you. If you don't know how to manage that anger and frustration, then you're going to be taking a lot of swings that are less than your talent level. You want to be able to know how to get yourself back into the emotional state, which is usually calm, certain, or confident so that you can show up on the golf course with the talent that you have, right? If you have the talent, which we just talked about. So whatever talent you do have, you want to at least be able to take it out onto the golf course. And one of the indicators that I talk about on whether you need to work on your mental game or not is if you can do it on the range, but you can't do it on the golf course. And the bigger that differential is, that's your mental game. Besides, I would include how you treat yourself after a round. That can also be your mental game. Like if you're beating the heck out of yourself and saying you suck all the time, that's also your mental game, right? That's your thoughts, managing your thoughts and emotions and how they affect you and your life and your quality of your life. The other area is that you have, you might have beliefs about yourself or your golf game that are kind of like a cloud over the whole round. Right. So I talked about what your thoughts are over the golf ball, what your emotions are over the golf ball, but there's also that about your beliefs about yourself or your beliefs about your golf game and your results, your score, how you're going to finish or show up and all those things that happen when we sign the scorecard that can ride over you over the whole round. Right. And those are things that I talk about how we do one thing, we do everything. So that could be perfectionism, right? Perfectionism doesn't just show up on the golf course. You're probably a perfectionist off the golf course as well. You might have fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, fear of disappointment. You might have expectations that are exceeding reality, but that could be a bigger umbrella that rides over the whole round and how you treat yourself after the round. So if you have a mismanaged mind and your mental game sucks, that would be a reason why you would feel like you suck. The third area is that you lie. (laughs) I'm not calling you a liar, but maybe I am. (laughs) So how we lie to ourselves is Bryson DeChambeau lied to himself, right? The reality of it, he doesn't suck, right? That's a lie. It's a lie that he told himself that he put himself down and we do that to ourselves. So he's a very good golfer. How many people on the planet would take his golf game? How many people on the planet would have taken the way that he drove the ball? 
right? Him saying that he sucked is not actually true. He doesn't suck. His golf didn't suck. There's plenty of people who would have taken taken his golf game. So we have a tendency to lie to ourselves. I also have coached a lot of people who hit or played with a lot of people who hit it 15 feet from the pin. And then they sit there and say, that sucked. I'm like, how did that suck? Well, I hit it on the bottom of the club or I hit it on the toe or I wasn't very solid or I didn't feel very good over the ball, right? The reality is that didn't suck. Right. And you saying that you suck or it sucked is a lie. That's not the truth. So we lie to ourselves about the reality of the result. The other way that we lie to ourselves is about the reality of your skill set. So I encourage people to go to the range and hit 10 balls with all the different clubs and different shots, and then figure out the number of shots that you hit in that range or on that green or how many putts you made. So let's say we were going to talk about putting and let's say it was a four footer and you dropped 10 balls on the green from different spots from four feet away. And then you counted how many you made. And let's say you made half of them. You made 50%, five, you made five out of 10, right? So your the realistic part of your game is that you should expect to miss half of the four footers on the golf course. And That would be amazing if you took all of your talent out to the golf course. I usually tell people it's going to be a little bit lower than when you're on the range, totally relaxed, no pressure, right? A pretty predictable surface and and lie. And you know, the green, right? All those things, right? It might be a little bit lower on the golf course, but let me say, let's say I'm going to give you all 50% of them. So when you on the go on the golf course and you miss a four footer and you say, I suck, the reality is no, you don't. That's a lie because you're supposed to miss half of these. That's your stat. That's the skill set that you own from my first point about your talent, right? That you got to work on your, if you want to increase that skill, you got to go up there and work harder on your putting. If you want to be able to have the right to say that you suck and that you should be making more than 50% of the putts out on the golf course, right? If you go out there and think that you should be hitting 12 fairways and you say you suck when you miss a fairway, well, that's not true. That's a lie because on the driving range, you miss some drives. They go right or left. That's the truth. The truth is you miss fairways, right? So we go out there and we tell ourselves a lie. And then we say that we suck. So you want to make sure that your suck is honest, right? If you're saying it to yourself, like, did I really suck? Was that really a bad shot? And am I supposed to hit 12 fairways? How many fairways do I actually hit? How many greens do I hit with this club? How many putts do I make? How many times do I get up and down? How many times do you get out of the bunker and get up and down? How about just out of the bunker? (laughs) right? Just get out and get on. How many times can you do that? Depending on where your, what your talent level is. So you want to be honest with yourself and make sure that you're not lying. So you might be saying to yourself, I suck because you're not telling yourself the truth. Either it wasn't that bad, or it's totally in the range of your misses. How many you're supposed to miss? So there's not too many people who have said, I suck more than me, I think in competition. And I just want to share this with you to point out that if you're saying to yourself that you suck, if you feel like you suck at golf, it's one of these three reasons. Either you just don't have the talent and then you want to be honest with yourself. Are you putting in the time? Are your expectations about how much work it takes to put in? Are you working on the right things? And then two is either that or it's your mental game. You're putting pressure on yourself. You're not showing up the way that you can on the range. And that's your mental game. And you want to put some time into that. Or three, you're lying to yourself. The truth is it wasn't really that bad. Truth is, is that that's actually in my percentages of misses. And the reason why saying I suck matters or not saying I suck to yourself 
right? <laughs> I don't think I've said the word suck this much many times in a podcast or even a conversation. But the reason you want to do that is I've talked about that if you had a, if you had a confidence seesaw, anything that you say is either tipping you towards more confidence or tipping you more towards doubt. And when you say the words, I suck, it doesn't feel very good. It moves you more towards doubt or lack of confidence, right? You feel worse about yourself in the process. So by saying it, there is no upside to saying it. We do it as a, out of a habit is just such a common golf world word. So many people say it in the golf world when they're on the golf course, it doesn't serve you and there is no upside to it. So I encourage you to catch yourself when you hear yourself saying that I suck, it feels crappy right? We don't need to feel crappy because we're doing it to ourselves because likely the reason that you feel like you suck is coming from one of the three reasons I talked about in this podcast today. So I hope you found that helpful and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or you sleep well. If you're listening to this while you're going to bed, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you don't know this, I have a new program out four weeks to fix your mental game. Yes, we can get this done. You come to me with one problem and I will teach you the formula for solving this one mental issue. And then you get to learn that skill and take it to every other aspect of your game, every other aspect of your mental game. So if you're interested, you want to head over to masteryourgolfbrain.com and let's get to work. I'll see you there.